Hi, folks, and welcome back to the Knox Pride podcast. I'm James, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt. Hi, James. We're really excited to be back. We're really sorry that we had to take a couple weeks off to kind of do a little bit of a reset. But to be honest with you guys, when we started this podcast, we got a grant from the United Way, and we kind of hit the ground running, and we were sort of just figuring things out as we went along and we learned a lot in the first handful of episodes that we made and we needed to stop and process everything and sort of regroup and start again so that we could give you all our best. And that is what we have done. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that, you know, there was a lot going on in all of our lives and we were just maybe a little overwhelmed trying to, give everybody the best that we could do on the podcast. But, you know, there was times where we thought that it wasn't coming off the best and like we wasn't being like our hundred percent selves. So we just needed to take a step back, take a breather. But I'm excited to after what, three, three weeks, four weeks, finally yeah, get it's back been to a do few this. Weeks, yeah. And also like Matt and JD and I all have full-time jobs and we also are all giving so much time to Knox Pride and like scheduling has been a little a little hard to do and things like that but we are we're like Cher we're back what what does she say I'm back I don't know I don't know I, I <laughs> there's only like three Cher things that I know and it's like is one of them wagon wheel Watose that and it's like I'm a beep Oscar winner <laughs> winner Oh, but anyway, it's good to be back. We're really excited to be in the studio again with JD. It's been a very busy few weeks. It has. We have been doing a lot. I, for those of you who don't know, I work for French Fried Vintage, and we're moving new locations, and there's been a lot of anticipation of that and working hard towards that. So there's been a need to, like, sort of just let loose and have fun. Right. And that's been really easy because we've moved um, Wednesday Night Drag to South Press and before drag every Wednesday night from 6 to 8 is Braddy's Cathartic Karaoke. And it is cathartic, it's let me been tell you. <laughs> so much fun. And what is so great to see is that so many more people have been showing up for karaoke and drag night. It's been like, absolutely incredible of how many people have been showing up it's also a very diverse group of singers and the the songs that people are picking are very diverse like people are singing like anime theme songs and people are singing like disney songs and people are singing show tunes it, and like billy joel and stuff like that it's so much fun and then seeing some of the different queens and kings that are coming out to perform has been incredible there's been a few like brand new performers that have made their debut at South Press for Drag Night. And it's been it's been so much fun to finally let a bigger venue host it because obviously, you know, at the Pride Center it's great, but it's a little bit small of a room. But now the performers have so much more space to like show off their full talents, you know? Like it's been so it's been so good over there. Also something that I really like is that there are a lot of older people who are coming out yeah. and doing drag and it feels very much like back in the day at the carousel when they would have their open stage night it's a lot of fun you should definitely come if you guys haven't come 
And it's really good to get hyped up on coffee from South Press while we are doing uh, karaoke and watching some drag. That coffee is so good. Delicious. It's, it's created by uh, Memoirs. And it's just, it's the best coffee in town, honestly. Also, the Knox Pride Markets have started back up. Um, they are the first Sunday of every month from 12 to 4. If you guys haven't came out to check it out before, but those are... One of my favorite things to do now at Pride. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I've been to both that we've had so far uh, in this warm season. And I, last year, was the first year that we did the market. And yeah. I didn't get to attend a single one. Because really? I, I was working every Sunday. So this this season is the first time I've been able to attend them. And I'm having a lot of fun. It's difficult to not spend a bunch of money. I know. <laughs> um, the last market, I got this really cute pillow that's got Ghostface from Scream on it. And he's like twirling the phone cord and it says, no, you hang up. What's so funny is like that matches their shirt that I also bought oh, from the market. That, it's from the same vendor. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's so cool to see all these local artists come out, uh, whether they're uh, POC or queer uh, or both. And really get to see their creations. It's so much fun. There's some there's some stuff out there that I did not know people made that I didn't know that I needed, but then purchased. But then you dropped money on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's so cool to like watch someone on like, you know, get so like excited about their craft, you know? Yeah, it's fun. You guys should definitely come out for that too. Come spend money, come support local queers shopping queer is a form of radicalism so uh spend your money wisely y'all we also would probably be remiss if we didn't talk about our wonderful evening this past monday at the orville peck show it was incredible first of all we're like treated with this beautiful eye candy because everybody dressed like they dressed they did. to go to Orville Peck. There was so much fringe and so much bling and so many cowboy hats. And I loved it. Um, the Mill in the Mine was kind enough to let Knox Pride table and give out information about the center and things like that. So um, we were in the back of the house, which is exactly where I love to be in a concert yeah. anyway. And we had a full view of not only Orville Peck and his band and their opener, Marcy, but of everybody. And I just had a blast. Yeah. We got to talk to some really cool people while we were there, too. But what I love the most is that I got to see Dustin wear that red fringe suit again from his burlesque days. And he did I, look very adorable. He did. And I loved him just walking down the street wearing that little cowboy suit. It was really cute. It was a good time. The show was great. Um, I was a little sad that he went to core and took pictures with everybody and their mother, except for me, because I'm 42 and I have to be in bed by 10. But other than that, it was magical and I loved it. And he even stopped by French Fried Vintage and my bosses got to meet him, which I was also a little bit jealous about. Yeah. I never really listened to a lot of Orville Peck before, honestly, before the show, maybe like a couple times before just yeah. hearing it like on the radio or whatever but yeah i really love his music and it's just absolutely incredible he just seems like a really like warm person yeah it's it's good summertime music like i love it like yeah i can't it's wait. really great well 
I think we should get to our interview for this episode. We had the pleasure of sitting down with uh, Emily, the intern. She is Knox Pride's full-time summer intern. I don't think, not as long as I've been around, which is only a few years, but I don't think we've ever had a full-time intern before. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, some new things are coming to Knox Pride, and we're just really lucky to have... Emily here. I met her at actually our last market. Uh, she helped me with the thrift teak and just a, a really beautiful soul. And she's just an incredible person. And I really cannot wait for you all to get to know Emily a little bit better. So have a listen. Hey, James, can you hand me that microphone cord on the bottom shelf? I sure can. Oh, no. I ripped a huge hole in my pants. Well, that's embarrassing. What am I going to do, Matt? I wish there was somewhere I could find reasonably priced work clothes in a pinch. Haven't you heard of the Knox Pride Thrift Teak? I haven't. What's that? The Knox Pride Thrift Teak offers unique vintage finds and your everyday clothing and accessory needs. Plus, every dollar spent helps fund programs at Knox Pride. That sounds pretty great, Matt. What are their hours? The Knox Pride Thrift Teak is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Stop in or visit knoxpride.com for more information. Emily, welcome to the Knox Pride Podcast. Thank you. Matt and I are very excited to have you here today. Oh, yes. So first of all, before we get into any sort of interview, asking any kind of questions, I want to make a public apology to Emily. I've already done this privately, but when I first met her, I made fun of the way she spelled her name, which is E-M-M-A-L-E-E. And I said, do you have enough vowels and and consonants in your name? Ha ha ha. I'm funny. But then I looked at it and phonetically, it makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's actually how... I would spell Emily if I was spelling it phonetically. So Emily, to you and all 67 of our listeners, I, again, apologize. Thank you. Um, I didn't spell my own name. My mother did that. So, no. Well, our apology or James's apologies to yes. Emily's me, mother. My apologies <laughs> to your mother. <laughs> uh, Emily, what made you want to get involved and uh, intern at Knox Pride? So this reason's kind of twofold. I'm part of a scholarship program where basically you do a bunch of community service and they're like, we'll pay for some of your tuition. And part of that is you have to do a summer of service. And then um, my first experience with Knox Pride was Pride Night at the Zoo 2021. And it was like my first time ever being to any kind of Pride event ever. And it just like rocked my world a little bit to actually be around other queer people. Yeah, and for some reason I didn't put it together in my head that Knox Pride was a nonprofit until like February <laughs> of because, like this year. Yes, <laughs> because I had bought tickets for the Valentine's Day drag brunch, and then at the bottom it said something about being a nonprofit, and I was like, oh, maybe I could do my summer service there. And so I emailed John, and he mailed me like back almost immediately. Yeah. So, and now I'm here. Oh, well, we're excited to have you on board at Knox Pride for sure. And I'm glad that your first Pride event was the zoo one because that was that's probably one of my favorite ones. I love, I'm just a grown kid. I love going to the zoo and just like looking at animals for hours. But that's, 
like a really good event to like first go to. And you know what? I've never been to any of the zoo events. Shut really? your mouth. Yeah, I've for some somehow there's always something else going on and I can't make it to it, but I'm going this year. I will be there. Absolutely. I like want to the see the animals. That ever happened to me. And they had these parrots that are boyfriends. <gasps> yeah. I can't wait. Did you ever hear about those parrots in England like so during the pandemic, a bunch of this is so off topic during the, the pandemic, a lot of people in England or probably a lot of places were buying like exotic animals and stuff because we were just like purchasing things off the Internet during the first part of the pandemic because that's all we knew how right. to do. And then they realized they couldn't take care of them. So the some zoo in London had like an influx of exotic birds come in and, and they were quarantining them all before they put them with the other birds. Yeah. And so they had like 18 or 19 birds. And one of those birds taught all of the other birds how to cuss. <laughs> and then, but they didn't realize it. And so after the quarantine, they put them with all the other birds and then just all the birds were cussing at the zoo. <laughs> And I feel like I would pay double the entry fee to see that. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Cursing Birds. That Um, sounds like a pop band. That sounds like a punk band from the 90s. You're right. Um, Let's see. Matt? What would you like to ask Emily? So I would want to know, we're going to get to all like the really fun questions later because, you know, we have to be like serious. Do we? (laughs) I mean, probably not. What was your like queer awakening? So well, when- first of all, we haven't even talked about Emily's sexuality. Are you comfortable talking about that on air? Yes. Okay. Would you let everyone know what your sexuality is? I'm a lesbian. A lesbian. Love it. Me too. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what was your queer awakening? So, I, I remember this very vividly. I was in sixth grade. I was 12. I was at a sleepover at a friend's house, and she had fallen asleep before I did. And I just, like, rolled over, and I saw her, and it just, like, hit me like a ton of bricks. And, I, I mean, I had consumed a lot of queer content, so I, I pretty I knew what it was. Yeah. And then that was very upsetting. Um, but I got over it, and now I'm happy to be gay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Matt, I don't know if I know. Do have we talked about our queer awakenings? I don't think so. I, no, oh, I want to hear it though. I don't think we've ever talked about it. Mine was watching MTV in my grandmother's trailer, and it was like I want to say it was like Road Rule, uh, Real World, like okay, the mashup yeah. or whatever. Seen, seen every one of them, and then there was somebody on there that was extremely attractive, and like my little. I don't know, like nine, ten year old little brain was like, What's going on? <laughs> Why am I like feeling something towards this grown man? Was it Johnny Bananas? Maybe. <laughs> it's been so long. I'm so I'm getting old, but I can't remember who it was. What was yours? I mean, if we're just talking about the first time we ever had any sort of like queer feeling at all, I was pretty young. I was probably like <laughs> Younger than 10. And I remember this was in the 80s because I'm a grandpa. And um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger did a movie called Conan the Barbarian. And he wore like a loincloth in it. And okay. and it was very innocent. I just remember like watching that movie and, and thinking, I wonder what it would feel like to squeeze his butt. And okay. that was like the first yeah. like Party. the first like kind of queer, you know. But then like 
I mean, I think my queer awakening was like the mid nineties in general, honestly, yeah. you know, like it was sort of like the second coming of like the, the hippie love movement and yeah. everybody was kind of queer. And I love that. Yeah. I I like that. Emily's was literally just rolling over and seeing somebody else. And I was like, said, dang, oh, okay. There said, they oh, are. Damn. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, who was the first person you came out to Emily? Um, the person that I was at the sleepover with. Really? Yeah, but I, it wasn't like that. I just t- I just kind of told her. I was like, oh, I think I might be queer. And she was like, okay. We were in PE. It was like the next week. It would have been she so did funny. not care. It would have been so funny if you like rolled over and like woke her up and you're like, I think I'm gay. I think I'm like a lesbian. Well, I didn't realize I was a lesbian until I was like 18, though. Oh. You just yeah. knew you weren't straight. Yep. At that point. Well, I then, get that. Mm-hmm. I think the first person. So I, when I was sixteen, I had a girlfriend, and we did the things that sixteen-year-old boyfriend and girlfriend do. And then after like not really uh, being that into it, we were both kind of like, "I think I'm gay." And so I think that might be the first, maybe the first person I ever told. And then we kind of like kept dating and pretending. Like we weren't gay for a long time. Like yeah. I mean, not a long time in teenager time. So it was probably like I think we dated for like a year, pretending that we weren't gay, but like having the shield of that. You're not gonna believe this. I had a boyfriend in high school who's also gay. All right, <laughs> are you just like me, but like twenty years younger than I me? I think so. Oh, yeah. perfect. Well, but see, what's so funny is the first person I told was a girlfriend in middle school. And we dated for a while, and I broke up with her. And I was like, "I'm, I'm not into girls." Oh my god! There's a movie script somewhere for the three of us to write together. Someone, Jacob, write this down. <laughs> <laughs> so we like to get to know people's like undiscovered like talents and stuff like that. So like, what would be like an odd or like random habit or like talent that you have? Okay. Um, I want you to know that I like have agonized over this question because I don't have any talents like that. But what I am really good at is finding slugs. Okay. I really like slugs. I think they're very cute. And I like to walk around campus and go find them. I love that. And I know like the weather, like slug weather. Like I know where they frequent. Will you take me and Matt slug hunting? <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's been be? raining today. Do you think we could find some slugs later? Um. Yeah, it's a little warm, but they usually don't come out until like 10-ish. They're kind of nocturnal. We're going to slug hunt at some point. That's crazy. I did not know that slugs only come out at night. I guess that's fitting because I never see a slug like during the day. I thought you were going to say, I guess that's fitting because slugs are gay. I mean, I'm sure some of them are. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, gay slugs. Is it only slugs or do you like snails Well, I really like snails, but they're much harder to find. Well, then that's that's another goal. I'm fascinated. Have you ever seen one of the, like, are they, I think they're called, like, African giant snails. Yes, the huge ones. They're, like, the size of your hand. Oh, they're so cool. I want one. They're illegal in the United States, though, because somebody brought a bunch to Florida, and it, like, it, like, ruined a whole bunch of, like, Florida, which, like, Florida was kind of already ruined, but that's. Thanks to the snails. <laughs> I, I can't believe they're, so they're illegal here? Yeah, they're not, yeah. you can't have them in the United States. Have you United ever seen States. a picture of one? I have, oh. and it's 
almost terrifying. We'll put a oh, we'll so put a cute. picture on our on our uh, Instagram so you guys can see. But I really like them a lot. They're like I mean they're like the size of the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. They're really big. I don't know if I can handle that. Uh, I can. Uh, Emily, what's something that people are generally surprised to find out about you? I'm actually a farm girl. I was raised on a farm. My parents have a farm. My grandparents have a farm. I love. I that. know a lot of farm stuff. I'll, I'll, are you saying farm girl to avoid saying horse girl? Or no, 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 no. Are you are you also okay. a horse well, girl? <laughs> no, not in that way. Um, my aunt, I had like my own horse at her house. It wasn't my horse, but it was like they called it my horse. His name was Lark. Oh, I love that name. Yeah. That's, That's so pretty. Gorgeous. Did you you have you met Tracy yet? No, I don't think so. She um she had a birthday party a few years ago and it was for a TV show that she liked that I wasn't familiar with called Leader Kenny and it was like but they in that show they have like some kind of pony birthday so they gave her like a pony birthday and they brought a pony to her party and I didn't talk to or spend any time with anyone at that party except for that pony and when they took it away I cried I had no idea that I was a horse girl until this party and I was literally sobbing as the horse trailer was driving away and I was like I'm so sorry I made your birthday about me Tracy but I just had emotion so uh, I'm gonna come be a horse girl yeah well our neighbors have horses and sometimes they get out and one time I like went outside in the morning and there was just a horse in the front yard. Could you imagine? I would I would just oh, I would hug it. No, it would uh, kill you. Oh, not me. I know how to I they I have a horse soul. Oh. Okay. They know that about me. So James is secretly Eliza Thornberry. <laughs> he just talks to animals. Um but like so did you grow up doing the whole like farm girl stuff like waking up at 5 a.m. feeding chickens and ducks and stuff or um, no, not really. It was more like my mom always gave me a choice about it. So in the summers, I was very, I did not have a choice about helping in the garden. Yeah. Ever. Um, but we just have cows. So there's not a lot for me to do. But like every Saturday, my stepdad's like up at the crack of dawn on the tractor fixing something. Hey, what, like there's a big hay field right next to our house. They like mow it every year. And it's the worst thing that ever happened to me because of allergies. It's like, it's that's, serious. That sounds exhausting and yeah. kind of miserable. I usually wake up kind of early, like 7, 30, 8 o'clock, but I don't actually get out of bed usually until like 9, 30 or 10. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. if I could like, I can get up early, but to get up and be productive, like the moment I wake up, that's just not going to happen. I mean, I'm not, I'm not productive at any point in the day, but... I need Certainly to wake up in the morning. I need to wake up, let my Adderall kick in because other than that, I'm <laughs> I am not gonna be alive. Emily, what's the last thing you Googled? Um, how tall a kangaroo is. <laughs> how tall is a kangaroo? Well, I don't think they're all the same height. Well, I mean, yeah. they're five to six feet tall. Wow. Mm-hmm. That that's a grown person. And that's like, I mean, I don't want to say that the kangaroo is the most aggressive animal because I don't know if that's a fact, but they are aggressive. That's what I've heard. But (laughs) you want one or something? Is that why you Googled it? No. You're like, am I allowed to have this in my dorm? (laughs) No. Well, I'm going to spoil the last question where it's like, would you rather fight a kangaroo or a badger? Oh, I forgot we did put that on the questions. I I was like, obviously, I want to fight the kangaroo. Like the badger would claw my eyes out. 
and my girlfriend was like, a kangaroo would kill you. And I was like, no, it wouldn't. Like, what are you? I thought they were like three feet tall. No, no. They're, they're pretty big. Have you ever seen a movie called Kangaroo Jack? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you That's should so watch old. it. That's your homework. Please go home and watch Kangaroo Jack. Okay. <laughs> so I'm assuming you would rather fight a badger um, then. Yeah. At this point, I've realized that <laughs> fighting a kangaroo would be a bad idea. Um, but I was just thinking like a badger would claw my eyes out, you know, and I was like, kangaroos don't have claws. But then whenever I Googled kangaroos, there were pictures of them and they did in fact have claws as well. So yeah, gonna avoid them. And yeah. they like will stand on their tail and kick you. See, I thought that wasn't real. <laughs> well, Emily, it it is very real. I'm sure there has been plenty of people that have passed Wait, away. They stand on their their own tail. Yeah, they will like like literally lean back on their tail because their tail is like super strong or whatever. I'm not a zoologist, oh, but like I I was imagining them stepping on their tails, but like no. rearing back <laughs> on their tails. Yeah, okay. I could have rephrased that, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, they will literally kick the crap out of you. Oh my god. Yeah. But can I say something? I always wondered what it would be like to be like a Joey inside of the kangaroo's pouch. You know, you know like how cool that would feel. Like. Um, is it like velvet in no, there? No, no, no. Like, Look, okay, so I saw a TikTok about this. Okay. And this guy went and looked in the kangaroo's pouch and it looked so gross. Ugh. I was like, oh, no. It, you don't want to do that. I don't when think. I was a kid, I collected kangaroo plushies. Aww. That's different. I didn't necessarily like kangaroo plushies, but I was a greedy child, and I knew if I asked for a kangaroo plush, it would probably also come with a tiny kangaroo in its pouch, and I would get two plushes. Oh, okay. Did you? That's really smart. Yeah. Okay. A lot. Like I, I had a lot, and most of them had little well, babies. The, the beanie baby had a little Joey in its little pouch. Did right? it? I don't know. I don't. We'll have to I, Google that later. I wasn't very into Beanie Babies. Stop. I mean, I think I was probably like a young teenager when Beanie Babies came out. So you I, seem like you would be very into Beanie Babies. What? Is that, that like, a read? That's, Emily. It's not a read. It just it seems like your aesthetic. Yeah. Like you seem like the type of person to collect Beanie Babies or like plushmallows now. Squishmallows. Like, that's what I said. <laughs> I feel like that's what it would be now. I mean, I have I only have one Squishmallow, and it's really my cat's. She loves it. Oh, JD has pulled up a picture of the kangaroo Can beanie you make baby. The ad go away? Does it have a? It does have it a do, little okay. joke. That's what's so cute. It, is this, what's the kangaroo beanie See, baby that kangaroo's doesn't name? Doesn't look like it would kill you. No, that fine. doesn't. The, the, we'll yeah. put a picture of the <laughs> of the kangaroo beanie baby in case you guys don't know what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, we'll do about. like a side by side. We'll let you guys see which one you would rather fight. <laughs> so, next question would be then: Would you rather? I love this question. Would you rather clog the toilet on a first date or clog it on the first day of a new job? Um, first day of a new job because you could blame it on someone else pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. Now, unless it's like a solo bathroom where it's just like one toilet in there and then like someone, say someone like comes out and goes in after you and they're like putting it all over the message board at work that Emily, the intern, clogged the toilet. I think I would rather clog the toilet on a first date so that the person knows that I'm human and I'm a person just like them. And even though I'm a celebrity, they don't need to be like nervous. I don't know if people want to know on the first date that 
You poop. That well, yeah. That well, I've, everybody poops. Um, but like, that you would poop at their house, or <laughs> well, I mean, you could be at Shoney's or something. That's true. not sponsored. Okay, so if someone you would go to Shoney's on a first date. I would go to Shoney's on every date. Oh, you know what, Denny's maybe. What about a Denny's? I, you just can't get good service at a Denny's here. But I feel like they have better food than a Shoney's. Maybe, but... But anyways, if someone takes me on a first date to a Shoney's, I, I guess I'll be pretty grateful because it's it's food. But I just don't do buffets. You seem like somebody who doesn't do buffets. I do not. <laughs> even even if, like, it's the beginning of the morning, I don't, I don't trust people in their hands and what they've been doing with their hands or... I have a phrase that says, like, wash your hands. Like, that's my thing. So I don't know. You do say that all the time. I don't know when people wash their hands. So I don't I don't trust them because it's disgusting. And then yeah, like, but you have to have some kind of mystery in your life. Um, well, I don't want it to be at a Shoney's $7.99 all-you-can-eat buffet. I think it's, it's probably about $13.99, Matt. It's not the 90s anymore. Well, that's probably about the last time I went to a Shoney's, James. Well, we're going after this. Okay, well... How do you feel about that? Do you want some Shoney's, Emily? No. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. I feel like uh, we are having a good time, and I hate to end it, but I've only got one more question for you. It's probably the most important question of all the questions. Um, Emily, would you rather spend the rest of your life without pizza or without cheeseburgers? Without pizza. Yeah. I'm not a big pizza person. I don't like red sauce. I feel like a pizza and a cheeseburger is the same thing, right? Just one's flat. Well, no. no. I feel like they're like they're not like polar opposites, but they're like opposite. If you fold a piece of pizza in half, it's a cheeseburger. Oh, it's a that's sandwich. A calzone. Oh, oh, so there you go. You're right. See? Bringing bringing us some culture too. Thank you, Emily. I love it. A calzone. But see, all pizzas don't have red sauce. You have like that's a white true. sauce pizza. You could have like a chicken alfredo pizza or yeah. like. Yeah. And if I'm going to eat pizza, that's what I would prefer. But you can just do different stuff with burgers. That's like true. Sandwiches. I, I refuse to choose. Oh, okay. But that's speaking of pizza, out. have you guys ever had South Coast pizza? No. No. On the water in South Knoxville? Oh, it's so, you need to go get go there and get the Reuben. Emily, thanks for being here. We yeah, appreciate it. We're really excited to spend the summer with you. I'm excited. I think yeah. we're going to have a lot of fun. I've so. already tasked her with um, text messaging me twice a day to check on me and make sure that I've had enough water and things like that. Um, well, that's adorable. Yeah. yeah. And I've already sent her more than one TikTok. We'll just say more than one TikTok. I don't I don't get any good TikToks. That's why I haven't sent you any because I don't know that you'd be interested. Well, that's the thing is that I would much rather um, give the world the TikToks that I think they need than receive so okay. it's okay. James right. just likes to share a smile every once in a while. Spread the TikTok joy. I love it. Well, you guys can catch Emily at the Knox Pride Center starting the mid of May, right? It's like May the 10th? May the 8th. May the May 8th. The 8th. Yeah. And you'll be th here through the whole summer, right? Yeah, I'll be here until the end of July. Awesome. I love it. Oh my God, that's the end of my birthday. Yes, for coming to my party. Uh, whatever we do. Yeah. But um, you guys come by and see Emily at the Knox Pride Center. So, moral of the story, Emily is a gem. Come see her this summer at the Pride Center. That's it. Period. 
Hey, Matt. James. It's your favorite part of the episode. It's What's time that? for the calendar. Oh, I'm so excited. Pew, 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 pew. On April the 20th, we have Knox Pride Presents Live Skills Basic Card Maintenance from 7 to 8.30 p.m. On the 22nd of April, we've got Knox Pride Volunteer Days from 10 to 1. Knox Pride Presents Trans NB Support Group from 1 to 3. And KQYA Young Adult Meetup from 5.30 to 8. On April the 23rd, we have Knox Pride and Rise Presents Golden Girls, a conversation around elder care from 4 to 7 p.m. And on the 24th of April, we've got Social Dance for Everybody from 6.30 to 8. On April the 27th, we have Knox Pride Presents Live Skills, Resume Building, and Interview Skills from 7 to 8.30. On April 29th, we've got Knox Pride Presents Saturday Morning Yoga at 9 a.m. On April the 30th, we have Knox Pride Affirming Resource Fair from 12 to 2 p.m. And moving on to May, on the 1st, we've got Knox Pride Craft Night from 7 to 8.30 p.m. On May the 2nd, we got Knox Pride Presents TTRPG One Shot with Story from 5 to 9 p.m. May 4th, we've got Knox Pride Presents Life Skills Budgeting from 7 to 8.30. And on May the 5th, we have Cinco de Bingo Pride Bingo at South Press from 7 to 8.30. And last but not least, on the 7th, of May, we've got Knox Pride Sunday Market from 12 to 4 p.m. Well, there'll be all kinds of vendors and queer crafters. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and for sticking with us while we got over this bit of a hump in the past few weeks. As always, we would love for you to rate and review wherever you're listening. And we also unlock direct listener support, and that link will be in the show notes. And until next time, we see you. We hear you. And we we love love you. you. Pride Podcast is produced by J.D. Davis, Matt Navarro-Camp, and James Owens with recording and engineering by J.D. Davis. Knox Pride Podcast is a community-driven effort, and we need your help. Please email us at podcast at knoxpride.com with any questions, ideas for guests, or suggestions on content. And don't forget to follow us at Knox Pride Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Knox Pride Podcast is brought to you by Knox Pride Network with funding from the United Way. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Knox Pride.